Selfish Sesh acknowledges the traditional owners of the land that this podcast was recorded and produced on, the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Boonarong peoples of the East Kulin Nations. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Welcome to The Selfish Sesh, a podcast that shares life lessons on how to be your best fucking self. I'm your host, Marissa Jane. And I believe that to get the most out of life, sometimes you need to be a little selfish. This is the first time in forever that I've actually released two episodes in a row. I know I have been so MIA and I mentioned this last week, you know, I was just dealing and putting myself first, but to be honest, I'm feeling so good. The weather is finally warming up here in Melbourne and I'm really, really excited for summer and I'm really excited to start going out again and going out with my friends because tomorrow, so I'm recording this on Saturday and it goes live Monday, so yesterday for you all, I would have ran my first ever half marathon, which is actually wild to say out loud. And I feel like I should do a whole episode on this because this has literally been one of my dreams and my goals for over two years now. It's always been on my like New Year's resolutions and I've never been able to complete it for a number of reasons. Usually I think that's because I've either been injured or I've just stopped running and as silly as it sounds and I'll definitely go through this in like a solo episode running has completely saved my life when I am running I'm so much happier I have the best not the best (laughs) we all have downfalls but my mental health is so much better so much clearer and Yeah, it definitely has changed my life for the better and I hope that I keep running afterwards because whenever I stop, I totally regret it. But I'm looking forward to going out for a run and not having to, you know, pack gels and make sure my phone's on me because my watch doesn't last as long and all of those little things. So really looking forward to that and I'm really looking forward to For the past 10 weeks, I have sacrificed my Friday nights because on Saturdays I would run for two, two and a half hours every morning and I couldn't be hungover. That just would make my life hell. So I haven't really been drinking and to be honest, I'm excited to have a bevy or two in the sun. I would love a drink right now. Now, that's not why you're here with me today. I do have a guest and a really exciting guest. So today I'm joined by Melbourne-based entrepreneur and brand expert, Chiquita Searle. Now, she is the badass founder of the FemCon event series, which inspires fellow women entrepreneurs to embrace their feminine power. And she is also the owner of the very chic Chiquita Eyewear, which I have just received actually the most beautiful blue light glasses from them, which I need to post about because they're actually stunning and I'm excited to start using some blue light lenses. So in today's episode, Chiquita shares her life lesson, which is all about taking action in your life. She really is someone who is true to herself and I love the little tips of advice that she shares along the way. So let's just get straight on into the episode. 
Hello, Chiquita, and welcome to The Selfish Sesh. I am very excited to be chatting to you today. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, anytime. I'm very excited to chat to you. We've already had a little bit of a giggle offline, but I'm going to throw straight to you to share with my listeners what your life lesson is. Um, My biggest life lesson, I think, is just to take action. I have never been one to really think anything through too deeply or actually even really do any type of research I've just if something's occurred to me and it feels good to me and I get excited by it then I generally just take action because I think the times that I haven't done that and that I've let myself think it through or work out the pros and cons of times when I've let myself be talked out of it or I've asked someone else for their opinion and um, I think we need to be very mindful of who we are asking opinions of because often we can let other people opinions and their experience and beliefs and value systems actually dictate what we then decide to do and I think that doesn't always serve us or is in our best interest so I'm very big believer in if something feels good and um, you just take action and do it because I think the worst thing that can happen is I mean it doesn't work out but I mean, generally nine times out of 10, you've learned a new skill or you've learned a lesson or something good has happened out of it. And um, and I think we're governed a little bit by the fact that in later life, we look back and we have regret and we think about the things that we didn't do and the actions that we didn't take. And I don't think anyone actually regrets the things, often they don't regret the things they do do because something good will come out of it inevitably. You're probably talking to the best person to have this conversation with because I am the complete opposite to you. I am a complete and utter overthinker. Like I analyze every single decision before I take it. And I think there's not so much, I feel like I'm, I don't regret too many things, but it's more so in the lead up to those moments the amount that I'm thinking about whatever I'm deciding about, whether it's a new job or even going on a date with someone, I genuinely like drive myself insane. I make myself go a little bit crazy. So I would love to know firstly, how did you learn this lesson and how can I learn it? Uh, I don't, I, I don't actually know how I learned it. I think it's just, I've always been um, just someone who takes action. I think it's just in my DNA. I just am someone who, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't. I just don't think about things too much. I mean, I, I that might be a little bit of a. You could look at a lot of negatives in that, but I just always say think. Well, there's a lot of positives in that. I've done a lot in my life in terms of career, and there's nothing that I have really wanted to do that I haven't done because I just have done it. And I think that if we do think about things too deeply, then we are going to just get overcome with anxiety, with self doubt, with fear. Um, our mind is going to our ego I think it is more so because our ego is there to protect us and they don't want us to be embarrassed the ego doesn't want us to be humiliated or rejected or have some kind of public meltdown Um, but I think if you listen to it too deeply then you are ultimately going to not do anything and not take any action and I think that means that we're stagnant in life in general and I just think you know what's the worst thing that can happen is what we fail but you know what what is failure anyway if you reframe it in your mind failure is just a perception so I've failed a lot in my life in many areas but I just have learned to reframe it and not be too emotionally attached to any set outcome I think that's the trick is just don't be too emotionally attached to the outcome whatever it may be I'm fairly pragmatic about things these days maybe it's come with 
the fact that I'm now very old. Um, but, you know, I used to be more attached to the outcome back in the day. You know, I, I had so much um, fear of being of failing and fear of rejection. And at the end of the day, I just realized it won't kill me. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? Someone says no. Oh, my God. Is that it? You know, a business fails. Oh, oh well, I'll start again doing something differently. And obvious, And some of my biggest failures or perceived failures have led to my biggest opportunities. So I don't know. I just think take action. That's one thing that I always say to myself is what is the worst thing that could happen? And I also find that moments, right, that are deemed as negative, whether it's you lose your job or you make the wrong decision on a night out or you get broken up with, like whatever thing that is deemed as a bad thing, I always find that after that moment, after that little catalyst, I'm a completely different person and a better person because of it. Those little mistakes are almost more beneficial than getting it right all the time. Yeah, and I think that um, I went through a breakup a few, like a, quite a while now, but I was in the depths of despair and blah, blah, blah. thought it was the end of, not the end of things. I wasn't, you know, that, um, I wasn't on the edge or anything, but I was I was heartbroken. And a friend just said to me, you know what, Chiquita, it won't kill you. And as, as harsh as it probably sounded at the time, that was some of the, the best advice that someone gave me. And it just, it won't kill you. And I think about that a lot still. I think what's the worst thing that can happen? It won't kill me. You know, this is not going to kill me. So what's what's the – so I just, <laughs> I just think we overcomplicate things and we make it mean something that it doesn't have to and we create these stories and narratives in our mind about the worst possible case scenario and then we allow ourselves to be drawn into that narrative and this hypothetical situation that hasn't even happened and probably won't so we expend so much energy and create so much anxiety just overthinking these things and when really just take the action and something great could will probably happen as a result yeah exactly and either way either if it works out or it doesn't work out it will still lead to something greater what's the worst thing though it will lead to something I mean you know my eyewear um that we were referencing before I have an eyewear brand and by all rights I could say it is a bit of a failure because I've spent more money on it than I've made at this point and it's become a bit of a side hustle but if I didn't do my eyewear um, and made all the mistakes I have along the way with it, I wouldn't have met um, Shani, who is um, now my co-founder in FemCon and one of, you know, the best people in my life and one of my best friends. So, you know, if I hadn't done the eyewear and made all the mistakes along the way and, um, you know, it's still hobbling along, you know, but still it's led me to her, which has led me to FemCon, which is a great joy in my life now and something that I really, really enjoy um and get a lot of you know value out of in my life and that has led to opportunities as well so I just think that you know I've just I've been fired before from jobs but that's led me to start my own business I had a fashion label back in the day from sort of 2012 and um I was fired from the job before that it was a recruitment job and um I was (laughs) devastated and quite indignant actually because I was a good earner um but yeah, that led me to just biting the bullet and starting my label and getting out of recruitment and HR in general and leaving that chapter of my life behind because I was deeply unhappy doing it. I was earning good money, but I was deeply unhappy. And then I started doing my label and I was literally on the 
brink of poverty most of the the time I had it but I was so happy because I was fulfilled I was working on it seven days a week I just I just loved it I was thriving personally so I mean I guess it depends on what you where you credit your I guess how you define success and what you value most in life as to you know these decisions and um but yeah I think yeah I just think what's the worst that can happen I love that attitude and you know sometimes you kind of need to hit not rock bottom but you kind of need that little push or shove to make a huge life-changing decision. Like going out and starting your own business is incredibly scary. Putting yourself out there, incredibly scary. But if you didn't get fired from that job, you might not have ever taken that step. I wouldn't have. I definitely wouldn't have because I tried to then get um, – because I also think that the universe does do things – they they I'm a big believer in the universe I'm quite spiritual in my belief system so I do believe that the universe does intervene when you aren't making the right decision to to go on the path that you're meant to and so that being fired from that job was them intervening um because I probably wouldn't have left and um for a while anyway and I actually tried to get back into recruitment and HR not realizing the lesson as quickly because apparently I'm a bit of a slow learner but I couldn't get a job for the life of me and I just had a conversation with my mum and I just said I just I can't understand it. I'm really well qualified. I had excellent experience. I had good references, worked with some of the best companies. And um, mum said, well, maybe it's just time to just work on your label now full time and just give it a real go. And that led me to um, being a part of the League of Extraordinary Women, which brought me to Melbourne and, you know, taught me how to run events. And that role led me to where I am now doing events for myself and PR and things like that. So it all kind of only in hindsight, I think, can you see where the dots are joining. But we try and future pace ourselves so much and don't um, enjoy the present moment of what we have in front of us. And we're always looking to the future and that just creates anxiety and uh, so much pressure on ourselves. One of the things that you touched on is that your life path has led you to meet some incredible women and your business partner and all of these people. But at the start, you did touch on You know, sometimes when you're making a decision or you're going to take action, it's not always the best idea to, I guess, take on other people's opinions. What do you mean by that? Well, I just think that um, our own values and belief systems are generally shaped by our own experience and our experiences are unique to us. And I think that my opinions and my experiences and my beliefs will could be very different from yours. And so if you ask me for advice, I'd give you advice based on my experience and my belief systems, my values, what I hold dear. And that doesn't need that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have the same belief systems or values. And so if I've had a bad experience and said to you, Marissa, and you've come to I've just failed in a business, but possibly I've lost all my money. And you've come to me and said, should I start this business? I'm like, oh God, no, that's a terrible idea. You know, I've just done this and this has just happened to me and I've just lost all my money and blah, blah, blah woe is me but then I'm um, allowing my experience and belief systems and the facts that I'm probably quite annoyed and frustrated at the time and my emotions and I'm obviously not um, managing very well you know impact your decision and your um, potential to go into business because what my experience is doesn't necessarily mean what your doesn't dictate what your experience could be you could go into a business and you know make a viral TikTok and then sell out of whatever product it might be that you're selling like it doesn't need to dictate it but if you listen to me based on my experience then you you potentially might not start that business and I could allow you know my fear of what's just happened to me could you know influence your decision and impact you and you might not then go down the path that you're meant to do and I just think that 
as long as something feels good to you and as long as you are comfortable with the outcome, whether it's good or bad, I just think do it because the only thing it's going to impact is you. And who cares what anyone else thinks as well, to be honest, because I let someone – I can use an experience. Like I let someone – um, give me some unsolicited advice, which really rocked me. And I decided not to do something I really wanted to do. And I look back now and I've let years go of not doing this thing that I wanted to do based on her ad- opinion. And it, I wish I hadn't. It's funny that it's like, don't ask heaps of people for their opinions because even to do- don't ask anyone, <laughs> just listen to yourself. Your advice, your opinion on yourself is the only one that should matter. And your um you know, how you feel about the situation should be the only voice that you listen to. If it feels good to you and if you're comfortable with it, then you do it. It's only ever going to impact you. And looking at that experience now, if you were to get that unsolicited advice or opinion, how do you shut that down? How do you go, nah, you can leave that to yourself. This is what I'm doing. Well, I suppose if you wanted to rationalize it, you could look at the person and say, okay, are they in a position of, um, are they in a position, a life position that I aspire to be? Do they have a, you know, really maybe if you um, are pursuing your podcast and want to make that your full-time gig, I'm not, but, um, you know, if you wanted to become the next, say, um, who's really good, Joe Rogan, uh, he's very popular, but obviously the female version and also let's not give Joe any airtime. Um, <laughs> I just that's probably a bad example. <laughs> but if you wanted to, you know, create this worldwide hit of a podcast and then um, you'd go to someone who's already done that potentially and you'd ask advice, you maybe pay for mentorship or coaching on how to actually achieve that based on how that they've achieved that. You don't go to sort of, you know, auntie Flo down the street and be like, oh, I'm thinking of this. And she's like, oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. No one's going to listen to you. You know, what have you got to tell share with people, you know? So I just think that the only voice that matters is your own. And I, I don't know. And I just don't really care what other people think either. I mean, I don't ask for advice often because I have to be really, really stuck on something if I ask for advice, because I just, I'm just not interested. <laughs> Because the only thing it's going to person's going to impact is me, so I make my own decision and then I take action on it, and that's it. That's exactly it. Um, I don't know. It sounds very simple, but no, I, I get where you're coming from, though, too. But I do think it's so important, especially. I am finding it would be so hard to block out opinions. So, for a little bit of context, I've gone a little bit viral on TikTok this week, which fun, but. I have never seen so many like, like there's some really nice positive comments, just as many horrible negative ones. And I'm someone I can take a laugh. I laugh at myself all the time. And some of the mean comments I find pretty funny. Someone told me I looked like Owen Wilson and I was like, "Mm, I've never thought that before, but thank you. Like he's not bad looking. Oh, I can confirm you don't. <laughs> I know. I was like, I've never thought that before. And I am looking through four eyes here, so I've got a very clear. But like some of the comments and I'm just like, I just have to block and delete these people because there's trolls. And I think that's one thing that is so important to be able to do is become self-assured and know that what other people either think of you, whether it's a friend or a stranger on, an in- on the internet, it does not reflect on you whatsoever. And it's really just a reflection of who they are um, and how they feel about themselves. That's the other thing, that people are feeling the need to do this because potentially they're triggered by something. But that that 
their feelings and their lack of awareness around how to manage their own emotions is on them. That's not on you. So I just think that if someone's having a meltdown, that's their responsibility. It's got nothing to do with me and they need to take responsibility for their own um, emotional responses. I mean, we all have meltdowns, granted. We all have our triggers. Um, And it's just, I guess, about developing our own levels of awareness in terms of um, how to manage that. And so if they're having a meltdown in your comment sections, I think go for gold, people, because you're just like making a fool of yourselves. And it's got no, it's not a reflection on you. And I, and I know I haven't gone viral on TikTok. I mean, I mean, to be honest, I don't post on social media very much at all because I'm not a huge social media person. I, if, if I could not have social media, I wouldn't, I would have not have it. But yeah, I mean, if people don't agree with me, I read it and I ignore them because my opinion is literally, this is my page. What I post is my decision. If you don't like it, leave. You can scroll. Keep scrolling, buddy. It's so funny. I was having this conversation with someone and I was like, there has never been a point in my life that I've seen anything on Instagram or TikTok and gone, I don't like the way this girl looks or talks or how she does this or how they do this or different if they're spraying, I guess, uh, infactual information or whatever fine you can call those people out but I've never ever gone I'm gonna leave a comment on someone else's page who I don't even know that is like negative I'm just I'm gassing people up I'm sending them fire emojis left right and center and I'm just like who for someone to be able to be that negative and then you know put that onto a stranger that is just you just have to think what is going on in their life well it's easy isn't it to put it onto a stranger because there's no repercussions there's no consequence it's very easy online these days to be a troll and to have no consequence which is so you know 100% of your the hate that we'll ever get is probably going to be online no one is ever going to rock up to you in the street and be like marissa you know and then tell it to your face, are they? So social media, I think, um, has its obviously has its great benefits. But I think one of those things, if if you if you're wanting to be online and be active online and build a following and you know gain all the benefit from that, we also have to understand these days that alongside that comes a lot of negative feedback, and we almost need to steel ourselves and become quite thick-skinned against it, um, which takes time because it's not nice to read things about yourself or. Um, I mean, someone slid into my comments recently because I've got four cats who I just love. I've probably overcommitted on my capacity, but still I love them. And someone told me that um, I've got a little boy cat and he has always got a dirty face and she slid into my DMs to tell me that I um, oh, did that, babe, you really need to clean his face. And I just was bothered by that because, it, you know, and I just had to think, do I want to respond to this or not? And I was a little bit triggered because I thought, well, you know, she has a point. His face did look a bit, a little bit dirty. I mean, they're well loved, but trying to take care of a Persian's face is actually very difficult because they have weepy eyes and they always look messy. Um, but yeah, I, I had to kind of consider, you know, do I want to engage with this person and um, defend my position as a as a great cat mother, or do I just want to let it slide and just not engage? And I just restricted her access and then unfollowed her and removed her from my following, and that was it. You know, I just like, well, I don't want to engage with you and your opinion is your opinion. My cats are well cared for. Um, but I, I didn't I didn't appreciate the feedback. And that was like minor. <laughs> so I don't know how I'd go with lots of hate on the line, to be honest. And it's uncalled for. That's the other thing. It's all uncalled for. Exactly. And I was saying to a friend today, I was just like, you know, at the moment, I find like 
people keep asking me if I'm okay because I posted them on Instagram having a laugh at it. I was like, oh, my God, who is saying this? But I said, you know, today, yesterday, I find it funny. Like, it's really funny. I'm in a good place. I'm in a good mental health space. It's funny. But, you know, if you ask me in like two weeks time and I'm having a crap day and my mental health's crap, I just have to at least teach myself and go, okay, don't open TikTok today. Like, don't even look at the comments. Don't go searching for a negative story. Yeah, definitely. I don't get any notifications whatsoever. Do you have those strategies in place? Do you have those strategies? And then you know that if you're feeling a bit flat or low, yeah, I turn mine off as well. Not that I have any, to be fair. I don't normally have any either. There's just one random video that's gone to TikTok viral. Now, before we go, one thing I would love for you to touch on is your latest venture, which is FemCon, because I've been seeing it a little bit of everywhere at the moment. So I would love for you to talk about it and also how you got to the point of going, yep, this is like the business that I'm going to be launching. Well, I just... I think I had just had this yearning because I used to be part of the League of Extraordinary Women and they um, had a great female-based community and I think after lockdown being – because I live at home, I'm alone, I work from home, I'm self-employed. So, you know, the last couple of years were quite isolating and there was a disconnect from, you know, communities. And the online space for me just doesn't cut it. I don't get a lot of, I don't know, connection from the online space. I think Zooms are just – they don't – they can't replace getting that energy exchange when you meet someone in real life. And because I have an events background and I actually really love events, I just said to Shani in December, I just said, oh, I'd really love to hold an event. You know, do you want to do it with me? And she said, yes. And then we started sort of thinking about and talking about in January and then February we started, um, yeah, the process came up with the name FemCon, got the branding done. And then from March onwards, it was all systems go. And, you know, it's just... We just want it to be a very inclusive space. Um, And also we wanted to create a community that we felt at home in because there's a lot of communities out there that just don't, probably weren't a good fit for me and also Shani. So we just wanted to do things that were a little bit different. So they're not your cookie cutter approach. We're not niching in business particularly or health and wellness or um, whatever the other ones are. We're sort of touching on a few different things and the content probably is probably not for everyone. It's probably a little bit polarizing actually um but the people that the women that it resonates with we hope it will really resonate with and they'll they'll continue to you know come to the events and really enjoy enjoy them that sounds lovely and i think it kind of it does tie into this life lesson that you've learned which is all about being self-assured and you know taking action because a lot of people would have you know similar ideas but never ever put it into practice Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think you have to back yourself. I think being your own biggest advocate is something that has, you know, is important in life because there are, as you've experienced recently, we're always going to have detractors. And if we don't have that kind of unshakable self-belief in ourselves, then I think, you know, why should other people? And I don't know. I just, and also, I just really love events. It's something that I got a lot of joy from. I love the organization. I love how it all comes together. I love giving women a platform to share their stories. I love bringing women into a room together so they can connect. I just, I don't know. There's just such a lot of benefit from it. And um, I get a lot of joy from doing it. So, um, yeah, I just decided to do it with Shani and here we are. 
Well, I think that sounds awesome and it is the perfect place for us to leave this conversation. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was a great chat and I think I've learned a lot. So I think those playing along at home definitely will as well. Thank you for having me, Marissa. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me in your ear holes today. As always, please subscribe, rate and review via your favourite podcast app and follow on Instagram at Selfish Sesh. Stay selfish, babes, and chat soon.